Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and focusing on some important truths about when Jesus comes again. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. And welcome back, friends. Appreciate you joining us again today for yet another episode of Everyday Truth. Sometimes you just got to make things clear. That's what I've done today. See that? Coffee. <laughs> I mean, I, I've dealt with so much uh, sore throatness recently. I've been drinking tea like it's going out of style. Lemon and honey and all kinds of concoctions. Every now and then I just want to have some coffee. And uh, that's my, uh, my, my big coffee cup right there. So there it is. Uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter number 1 what a church uh, this, uh, this church was. We know nothing about its buildings. We know nothing about its programs. We know nothing about uh, what its people look like, its giftedness. We don't know what their weekly offering is. Uh, we don't know uh, anything about their weekly schedule. <laughs> All the things that so concern us as we compare ourselves with other churches. We know nothing of those things. What we do know is this. Boy, they had quite a faith. I mean, exceeding, growing faith. They had a, a love for each other that was abounding. They were able to put up with incredible persecution, uh, with patience, with endurance, and still give glory to God. They were... It's such an example of what it means to have a bona fide faith in Jesus. I wonder if people were to describe our churches, what would be the first descriptors they would use? Would it be the, the impressive size, uh, the music program, the uh, dynamic preaching, the guest services ministry? Now, I'm not against any of those things in their place, but... Those are all evidences, and we need to be looking for root. And what, what's root about this church is a faith that works and a love that labors and a hope that endures, and they are a model church in that respect. Now, today we are in verse number five. So in verse four, we talked about their, the, the, the fact that Paul was bragging about them. Well, I talk about you to other churches because of your endurance, because of the message you preach just by hanging in there. We talked all about this last episode, but th then he says a word about their suffering. He says a little bit about what they're going through and, and he labels it in a certain way that, that you almost have to look at this twice to say, wow, I don't know that I would label suffering that way. But, but watch what Paul says in verse number five. He says, these persecutions and tribulations that you endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. So, you know, you're going through a trial in your life. You're going through issues and trouble and people are misunderstanding you and things are happening in your life that are painful. And Paul says, and that is a really good indicator that God is at work in your life. 
This is a manifest token, an evident sign of God's work in your life. God's doing something. He's working things together for your good. He's allowing this for your purification. Remember what the writer of Hebrews said, that even the son, Jesus, learned obedience through the things which he had suffered. Uh, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting or lacking nothing. God is at work, not in spite of the trial. God is at work in the trial. The trial itself is an evident token that God is at work, that, that chastisement or that work of grace or whatever he's doing with it is, is God's work in the life of the believer. Uh, I, I love the passage in Romans chapter 5 where it says, um, oh, how does that go? Um, oh, my. Let me look at it now because that's going to bother me. So let me, let me just let me read it because... You know, a couple things go when you're uh, when you're getting old. One is your memory, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, Romans chapter five. Therefore, here it is. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Then, then listen to this and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now. It's wonderful. We can all rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Rejoice in the fact that one day we'll be with God and we'll share in His glory. We'll have a glorified body ourselves. We'll be free from sin, the very presence of sin, that this body of sin. What a wonderful day that will be. But watch what Paul says in verse number three. And not only so, not only hope in the glory of God, glory in that, but not only, but we glory in tribulations also. Knowing that tribulation worketh the patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. So it's, it's wonderful to rejoice in a greater hope of heaven, a greater confidence in God. But what Paul was quick to say is, but I'm also rejoicing in the tribulation that causes me to to abide under and to trust God. It increases my faith. It gives me a greater experience of, uh, of His presence. And in that, I grow in my grace and I have a greater anticipation of, of what heaven will be and Christ's likeness. And you see the point? That's what he's telling the Thessalonians in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. He's saying this, this trial this tribulation, this persecution in your life is an evident token, uh, the manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. God's not doing something to you in your trial. He's doing something for you. That's Romans 8, 28. That's James 1, 2, and 3. That's Romans 5, 2 through 5, and many other passages of Scripture. Verse number 5 again, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that ye, uh, see that verse five, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which ye also suffer. It, it's, not that, it's not that going through suffering 
makes us like uh, validated to go to heaven. Like, okay, now you know, you've kind of reached that level of, of suffering enduring. So now you can go on to heaven. No, the point here is that it, it would, it would, it would, that we'd be reckoned worthy. So trials in the life of a believer validate our faith. They demonstrate our the, the reality of our faith in Christ. Uh, if we're without suffering, if we're without um, chastisement, the writer of Hebrews says, then are we really children? Uh, that Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 4, that did, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. So what, what, it, what, it, all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And, and all of this is part of it. Uh, verse number six, seeing, uh, Paul said, it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Ah, so there, there's the news on the other side. So when we're going through trials and tribulations in our life, we can know, hey, God's at work in my life for my good. But the people that are bringing about the trial, uh, the unkind people, the opponents, the enemies, you know, what about them? Well, the Bible says, but God's going to deal with them too. But the, the difference here is that in the life of the believer, God uses that suffering for my good. In the life of the God rejecter, the, the judgment that God brings to them is, is ultimately going to hurt them, not help them. And so it's really much more sad, isn't it, to be on their side of the equation. It's the same lament that Habakkuk had. Remember, Habakkuk was just so uh, puzzled. Lord, wh why would you allow the, the Chaldeans, the, the Babylonians, why, why would you allow them to have victory and, uh, and to take captive our people? We're better than they. Uh, they reject you. They don't even worship you. And I know we're not what we need to be, but it just doesn't seem fair that, that we would be judged by them. And God had to explain this exact same thing. And that is, I'm not judging you for your for for your hurt. I'm judging you for your help. And this judgment is of me. It's chastisement. And I love you as a loving father would spank his child. Now, don't think for a moment that these Chaldeans are going to escape judgment and their judgment will come swiftly and they will not be helped because they are not uh, in relationship with me. So God knows what he's doing. And God knows how he's doing it. One last verse real quickly, verse number seven. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall, have, shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I'll come back to this next episode, but I, I do want to end with that one thought at the beginning of verse 7, where it says, And to you who are troubled, rest with us. You know that rest is not the absence of trials. 
Rest is the understanding of God's grace and God's purpose in the trial. Paul was going through it. Paul was in Corinth. Paul had his share of difficulties going on too. But he says, hey, you that are troubled, rest with us. Rest with us. We've learned this secret over many a troublesome path. And you can learn it as well. And you can learn it as well. And so can I. So I hope that is a blessing today. Don't know what you're going through. Uh, but uh, if, if you are, uh, these are some great verses to cling on to. Hope you have a great uh, day today. Uh, thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing, seeing you next episode. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.